It feels so good to be hopping on here to chat with you all about a marriage system. I know this title is super juicy. It's episode 324, and we're going to be talking about how you can use one system once a year to completely revolutionize your marriage. Yes. If you are like any other human on this planet, you probably do want to improve your marriage. And I have one super incredible fun system that yes, we have talked about a few times here on the show, but I'm going to be going a little bit more in depth about this specific system that will change all of your disconnect into the potential to have the most powerful partnership that you could ever hope to have in your marriage. So not only am I going to be telling you what the system is, but I'm also going to be diving into the three main parts of this system. So you can go and get started with it today. It's going to be fun. It's going to be juicy, going to make you think about things that you probably have already been thinking about, but haven't been able to articulate to your partner. So feel free to shoot this episode right on over to your husband. So both of you can have some talking points moving forward. What do you say? Grab that pen and paper. You're going to want to take some notes and let's get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, banging organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the Hot Mess Express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. Oh my goodness, it's one of my favorite systems. It truly is one of my favorite systems. It's something that Blaine and I have developed together. It's something that I have been passionate about before I ever even got married. This system that we are going to talk about is truly something I get unbelievably fired up about. Before we go into all of the details of it, I want you to know that it is very important that you do take notes, but also You can get the entire workbook, this entire system. I have the actual workbook that Blaine and I use and work through and still have and have done every single year is completely available to you when you become a student inside of Systemize Your Life. So when you go through this episode and you're like, oh my gosh, I want that workbook. I want to know all the questions that we ask each other. I want the guided answers, the guided fill in the blank spots. I want the worksheet that helps us implement this after we do this system. I want, I want all of it. Then you go over to chelseajoe.co backslash S Y L. And when you come in as a VIP student, you get this entire system as a bonus because we talk so much inside of systemize your life in week four, after you go through and get all of your systems in place. The last thing that we do in the last week is we really talk about how to get everyone else on your family on board with the new systems. We talk about the communication, all of that. I make sure that that is something that you can also build as a skill set, not just putting the systems in place. 
So the bonus and like the next step to that is the system that we're talking about today, which I'm about to tell you about. And you have heard about it here on the show a few times. Um, so without further ado, make sure that you do go check out chelseajoeco backslash S Y L to grab this workbook to make sure that you fully understand and get lessons taught by Blaine and myself. That's the other really cool part of it is I bring him into that so that husbands can actually see what this looks like from both perspectives. And so can you, so here we go. We are going to talk about three main things that we focus on inside of this system, breaking all of it down. And then also what fun and unbelievable radical change that you are able to have with this one system that Blaine and I've been doing. So uh, definitely not a secret. The biggest thing that, um, Blaine and I have always shared with everyone that we come across is our marriage retreat system. Our marriage retreat system is what we're going to be talking about inside of today's episode. This is an annual system that you do once a year. So you can imagine that if I'm telling you that you're going to be doing it once a year, that it's probably not just something that you can do in five minutes. It's going to require a little bit of time. So I will talk to you about what the expectations are of this system, how it can unfold and what it can look like. But before you start to think, oh gosh, a marriage retreat is not something that I can do. Let me tell you, there are so many different ways that you can do this. Okay. And no matter where you're at, no matter what your finances are, no matter how old or how young your kids are, no matter what resources, no matter what support and help you have, no matter how broken your marriage is, no matter how disconnected you both are, no matter how much you don't like him or he doesn't like you right now, no matter how incredible you are right now, no matter how much you're killing it, there is a space in your life for a marriage retreat, the end period. Close that chapter full of excuses and please do yourself a favor and put a marriage retreat on the books. What does that even mean? Blaine and I came up with this idea it was actually given to us by um, the people that we have looked up to and learned from and have been coached by since we were dating. Blaine and I dated long distance for a while. We knew each other in high school, dated in high school, and then um, actual distance separated us. He moved. And when I was a single mom, we reconnected through Instagram. And so he ended up coming to town for other reasons. I didn't know that he was here. We ended up meeting up with each other just to be friends. And then here we are eight years later. Um, the cool thing about the long distance dating is we really had to be super creative with getting to know each other. And we both were genuinely looking for partners. We, that's what we were doing. And so he sent me some videos from a resource down in Texas called Marriage Today. And it is probably the most life-changing resource that I probably have ever come across. It has helped us in our marriage in so many different ways. But he sent me so many of these videos. They're on YouTube. They're all free. And some of the resources are paid, but they're relatively inexpensive. One of the things that marriage today. And the main lead educator is a pastor. His name is Jimmy Evans and his wife is Karen Evans. 
what they talk about often is this marriage retreat, this concept of a marriage retreat. And so we took that and we ran with it. And we said, we're going to do this every single year. And we did it from year one all the way through. We did not do it last year. And I will talk to you about how much of an impact that has made on us. We did, in fact, go on a trip, but we ended up doing it double date style and we skipped out on the three main things that we focus on that I'm going to talk to you about here in just a second. And it really has had a huge impact on our marriage, (laughs) along with moving and a few other things in our life. But if we would have had this in place, the disconnect would not have been there. And we would have been able to maintain that powerhouse partnership that I am going to be talking to you about that I want you to be able to have as well. So here's the really fun thing. When we first started this, I came into our marriage as a single mom. So we immediately had a family. It's not like, oh, we had this, you know, like fun, like honeymoon phase that was, you know, ongoing for a certain X amount of months or years. We just immediately had a family. We had to figure out how to make a marriage retreat work from the very beginning. Insert your story. What does this look like for you? What does it look like for you to be able to go on a marriage retreat? What was suggested to us is a minimum of three days with no children. That was not happening. It just wasn't. And then we had a baby shortly after that. We didn't have a ton of finances to be able to make it happen. So we got really creative and this is what you're going to need to do as well is figure out where can you have an actual retreat? This could be camping. This could be at a coffee shop for four hours, three days in a row. For us, we go in, we live in Arizona and we go to a local resort because in the summertime, it is unbelievably cheap. They're all inclusive. It's stinking amazing. We never leave the property. We love it. That's something that we love to do. We've contemplated doing all different kinds of things. There've been multiple years that we've had to bring our kids and we'd have a sitter, AKA my mom or family member or someone actually, we actually had a sitter come one time for a couple hours so we could get away and we spent the rest of the time playing with our family. Is that ideal? No, but it's a place to start. At least you're getting in the habit of doing this system. A marriage retreat is simply just a place for you to go with the intention to work through these three things that I'm about to tell you. So on your piece of paper, I want you to write down, um, just like one, two, and three. We're going to talk about these main things that we try and get through at every single retreat. And when we first started, we started out with just a notebook, the resource that we had been using from Jimmy Evans, like he was teaching us about this and I was just taking like furious notes and scouring the internet and his website, trying to find like, how can we actually do what he's talking about in a guided way? And they didn't have anything. They didn't have anything for a long time. So we were just using a pen and paper and we were just trying to figure out as best as we could. Obviously I'm super systematic. So, you know, it it was great. It was good. We worked through some things and, and we had a lot of fun. The number one rule, write this at the top, Your marriage retreat is 50% work and 50% fun. You literally have to, by the clock, spend that amount of time. Blaine and I, we will literally just go and have fun the entire time. And we have to force ourselves to like sit down and do this hard work. And sometimes we get into the hard work 
And then I don't want to take a break because I just want to like get in there and then, or maybe he doesn't. And sometimes that might happen. And then you have to force yourself to go play and have fun because you need both in order to work through that disconnect and actually have it turn over into a partnership. The hard part is knowing where do you even begin for so many people. There's decades, there's decades of stuff that has not been worked through that is causing major disconnect. And so it's really, really, really hard to know where to begin. And we even felt that way. And we hadn't even been married for very long. (laughs) Like, We hadn't even been married for very long at all. And we felt that way. There was a lot of things happening very quickly in our lives. And so over time, Jimmy Evans with Marriage Today ended up coming out with a workbook. It is for marriage retreats. It's extremely faith-based, which we loved. And we did it a couple of times. And it's what I recommended to my students until I found that it was lacking in implementation, which is what I exceed at. There was a lot of things as far as the organization and the systematic approach, the things that I, me and Blaine use in our own systems, the method of home management that I have created. I have now created an entire workbook for our marriage retreats that coincides with everything that we do on a daily, weekly, monthly basis here in our home. And because of because of that foundation that I had of learning so much about this process from the beginning and just going at it and doing the best that I could, I really love the fact that now I'm able to come at it with a really holistic approach. And that's what I want you to be able to have as well, which is why I told you, you can get this workbook when you become a VIP student inside of Systemize Your Life. Now, if that's not something that you feel like you can do or even want to do right now, awesome. Take these three things that you're going to write down on your paper right now, and this is where you're going to start, and this is what you're going to work through. So with the rule of thumb that you're spending 50% of the time playing and 50% of the time working, and then that that's like your structure for what you're doing. Now, I want to talk to you about a ground rule before you work on these three main areas. The number one ground rule, whenever you both show up to this marriage retreat, the second you step foot, maybe even three days beforehand, (laughs) number one ground rule, you must both commit to being open, constructive, forgiving, never shaming, never blaming, or disrespecting your spouse at your retreat. It's a hard no. You must commit. Marriage is super challenging. We all know this, and it's a journey And sometimes really hard conversations do needs to happen during those times. You both have to commit to these ground rules 100% of the time and follow the process. You have to press pause, go back, replay it, write it down. Those are your literal ground rules when you go into this. So after those two things have been agreed upon, here's the first thing you're going to do is you're going to look at conflict and turn it into commitment. Okay. You're going to look at the main three areas of conflict. He might have his own three. You might have your own three. You might be like, we can't, it's going to take us a year to work through that. Let's just focus on one. Awesome. This is not an event for overachievers. Blaine and I are both overachievers, but what we've come to find is that if you try and push this and rush this, it doesn't do you any good. So let it be what it's going to be. Don't control the outcome be open and let the conversation where it goes. 
go where it's going to go. So take the conflict, have conversations about the number one conflict, number two, number three conflict. You guys are going to spitball these things back and forth. I highly suggest that you have solid turn taking. He gets a turn, you get a turn, you both write individually, and then you share your answers with each other. I know it seems super basic, but it is necessary. Tell me when you, when, when is the last time that you have worked through legitimate conflict resolution with each other? That is the point of this is to be able to have a safe space. It's always recommended to do this in public ish. If you guys have a hard time controlling yourselves, or if you're like, no, I can't probably going to cry a lot. Don't want to do that. I want to be in private and then that's fine too, but really use that to your advantage. And you're going to turn it into a commitment. So you're going to look at those conflicts and you're going to say, okay, and you're going to reverse it. I commit to what is the thing that you can do to resolve that conflict in yourself with your own actions. That is going to be a big, big, big bulk of what you work through. Now, those might be the only things your commitments to each other may be the only things that you walk away with. If you're ready and you are able to work through that and you want to go to the next part, then here's number two, you work on taking your goals and turning them into growth. So you may have a commitment statement to each other, but then you might also have goals, goals for savings, goals for your parenting, goals for date night, goals for anything. You may both agree. Yeah, I have a, we have a goal that we want to establish a budget and stick to it this next year. Or we have a goal that we want to be able to really enhance our communication. And then you get really specific with what that looks like. Who knows what your goals are? You might not be in a place to be able to work towards goals. You might just be in a place where you need to work on your commitments to each other and that's it. And then once you get to that place where you can trust each other and for the next one to two to three to four, five, seven years, you've regained that trust. Who knows? This is a lifelong process and we spend years in marriage destroying that bond And we have to spend years rebuilding that bond. It is a constant evolution of working together to rebuild what we break with our attitudes, with our disrespect, with all the things that we do because it's in our human nature. And so we have to work really hard at being intentional to not necessarily reverse those things, but for lack of a better word to reverse those things. Okay. So if you get through the conflict and you've turned it into commitment, you feel good about setting a couple goals and there are very specific categories and buckets that I have, you know, that I lead my students through to say, Hey, here's some different areas that you can look at for your goals to make it a little bit more simple, but there really is no right or wrong way to do this. It's whatever feels best for you. The third thing that you can and should absolutely walk away with, no matter if you are established in your goals and your commitments to each other, or if you're just working on commitments to each other, it doesn't matter. You still should absolutely do this third part and focus on taking your accountability and turning it into implementation. So you actually want these things to happen when you walk away. And that was one of the things that we struggled with the most and where I felt other resources that we were using 
were lacking was helping us have the accountability that we needed in order to actually implement these things. Here are a few things that you can do to make sure that this time spent together actually carries over throughout the year. When you're looking at actually putting these things into place, first tip is to make your goal visible. Whatever you have written down, hopefully you have a worksheet and you've worked through this, print it out, make it pretty, do whatever you need to do, write it on chalkboards, put it wherever you need to, but make it super visible. Second tip is to make time. Make sure you include your commitment statements and your routines and your time blocks. This is, this is where everybody fails. Oh yeah, that's really cool. But when, when are you going to follow through with your commitment or your goals or both? If you haven't actually built it into your life, the third tip is to communicate often, communicate often, communicate every day, communicate every week, communicate every month on your commitments, on your goals, check in with each other and give each other support. Please try and support each other. You know how badly you want support. Your spouse wants that support back from you just as much. So this is where we take all of this and turn it, take our accountability to each other. And I want you to turn it outward. What happens when you are isolated and only you and your husband know about these things? You can hide it. You can act like it never happened. You can just go about your life and say that was a really fun memory and there's no one or nothing to hold you accountable. And we can hold our account, our spouses accountable, but who's holding them accountable if they're not really responding to you or vice versa. So the biggest thing that you can do here is to find accountability partners, find someone that you both trust another couple that you really do believe that you can trust and share your goals with them, share your commitment statements and share your goals with them. And literally like the last page of our workbook inside of uh, our marriage retreat workbook literally has your accountability couples names and your check-in dates. And so you, you will truly call them or text them and say, Hey, we're at our marriage retreat, or we just left our marriage retreat. And we would like for you to be our accountability partners this year. Would you be willing to check in with us in August and in right. And ask them to check in with you every three months, whatever that needs to look like say, Hey, you know, dinner will be on us. You can come over. I just want you to sit down and have a conversation with us and ask us how these things are going. When you do that, you can no longer hide. And you know, someone is going to ask you how you've been doing and there will be a conversation that will need to be had. And I think it is like, literally it's a game changer. It changes everything. I truly know that no matter what you take away from this episode, no matter how much of it you do, no matter how much of it you implement, if you just do a few of these things, you are going to see so much more partnership begin to blossom with your spouse. If this is not your cup of tea, but it's his, just try it. And if it's not his cup of tea, but it's yours, be patient, ask, and then wait, go to the place where he wants to go do the things that he wants to do vice versa, you know, just tell him like, Hey, I don't really love this. I hate the idea of this, but something that I think would make it really fun is if we went to X, Y, Z, right. 
be open, try the process, put this system in place, do it once a year. We freaking love it. It is the best thing that we have ever done. It's my probably my favorite system. It's hard. Honestly, I'm recording this episode three days before we go to our marriage retreat and it's hard. It's really hard. I have multiple different people coming and going with my kids. I've got to pack all the things and prep all the things and he's at the fire station and it's just so much, but it is so unbelievably worth it. And you've, you have to, you have to prioritize these things. If you want to have a lifelong powerful partnership with your spouse instead of living in constant and chronic disconnect. Okay. I will be done now with all my enthusiasm and excitement over a marriage retreat, the most beautiful system that you could ever put in place. I'm fond of all my systems, but as you can tell, I really do love this one. Thanks so much for hanging out with me here. And I can't wait to meet you back real soon for another episode on the systemize your life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.